Hi there. My name is Tyler Bopp, and I live in Whopperton, Michigan. It's a little town of the northern coast of the Upper Peninsula, and it is the greatest place in the world. My dad owns a candle shop near the center of town, and lately business hasn't been great. He blames the lack of tourism, which I find ridiculous because Whopperton is the greatest place in the world. I figure that the reason nobody else recognizes this is because the word hasn't gotten out on Whopperton. And therefore, I've created a podcast, the most popular form of entertainment, to show all that Whopperton has to offer. So please sit back and relax as I take you around my town. Welcome to episode 9, the one where Tyler gets his groove back. It's a new week and I'm still riding the high of having Madame Joanna show me that my power doesn't make me a freak. Nothing can stop me. And that's why today's episode theme is the wonderful people of Whopperton. There's no better reason to come to Whopperton than the folks that live here. And while you're having the greatest conversation in your life with a random local you ran into on the street, you won't notice yourself buying candles in bulk at Bob's Candle Shop, located at the end of City Center. It's a new week and a new me, and I've been spending all this newfound energy by visiting Johnny's house multiple times a day and asking that he join me on my quest in the woods. You may be asking, Tyler, why on earth would you be asking Johnny? He's bullied you your entire life before you ruined his only friendship for the very justified cause of saving your microphone. To which I would say, I thought I told you to leave my home because your questions have been aggressive and hurtful. But you do have a good point. Johnny has been nothing but mean to me. So why would he be my first choice for companionship in the woods? The short answer? Muscles. That boy has more muscles than any boy or age should be allowed to have by the laws of nature. And if I were attacked by a bear, a kidnapper, or even a kidnapping bear, he would easily be able to use his ungodly muscles to ward them off. Also, I may feel very bad for ruining his friendship with Steve and want to make it up to him. Unfortunately, all my attempts to get him to join the party have been unsuccessful. He's taken to not answering the door when I knock, so I've had to start getting creative with how to get him to answer. I've ordered a pizza to his house and jumped out of the bushes when he answered the door for the delivery guy. I've started a candlelight vigil on his lawn until he came out and told me to scram. And I found the account he uses to write poetry on Reddit and started an online friendship with him under the username Poet and I Know at 12. Unfortunately, Poet and I Know at 1 through 11 were taken. I went onto the poetry subreddit and searched the page until I found what can unmistakably be called a Johnny Whitman original. The piece was called An Ode to Swirlies and reads as follows. An Ode to Swirlies When frustration builds inside my husk, and all around is mocking, I find I may lose some control and let punches do the talking. Fighting may feel freeing, but one method is the best. Inside the stoic bathroom stall is where I find my rest. Head in hand, face to bowl, in the water they go. Lever down, then release, water spins in low. It's simple, and yet everything in that moment is high. But something in the water will always catch the eye. A whirlpool unforgiving reflects the face distorted, and for a moment the monster there is truly what's reported. Mangled teeth, melting flesh, eyes of matching size, cuts the soul so truly quick amidst the victim's cries. The water gone and feeling low for all I truly miss. Again I pull the lever, and everything is bliss. It could be anyone's bully-focused poetry, but the first comment on the post is, I don't get it, followed by the poster's response of, you're next. The poster then responds five more times asking for the commenter's address and making rude remarks about their mother, but what gives it away is this. Every insult rhymes. That's our bully. I message him and let him know that Poet and Note 12 is a big fan. 
We've been sending each other messages for the past five days, and I've really built up a trusting environment for him to let his guard down in. I told him I was coming to Wofferton to visit him today, so I can think of no better reason to go to his house now. Well, if it isn't poet and I know it. Twelve. Damn it, Tyler! How many times do we have to tell you to get lost? I'm waiting for someone important. Poet and I know it. Twelve. Yeah. How did you? Oh no! Damn it, Tyler! What the hell is wrong with you? I need to get your attention. You keep ordering delivery to my house, get a bunch of freaks to come light candles in my yard, and now you're catfishing me. You gotta be a really demented person to be doing all this. It's important that I talk to you. I would rather be under the threat of death than speak with you, Tyler. I haven't talked to Steve in weeks because of what you did. Every day I try to text him, but I can't bring myself to do it because you made it all weird. Just like you always do, Tyler. I'm sorry. I really am. If I could take back what I did now, I would. But you were going to break my only chance at saving the candle shop. I don't get it. You were always so damn eager to get rid of me, and now you won't leave me alone. I think I know where Todd Watterson is, but it might be dangerous. I need someone who is strong and could protect me if I ran into danger while looking for him. <laughs> Why should I care about Todd Watterson? That kid's a dweeb. Because he might be in danger. His family's torn up about the whole thing, and saving him would be good for the town. I've got no reason to care about Whopperton anymore. You were right about Pittsburgh, Tyler. I've messed up too many times, and come next fall, my mom's sending me to the school for rowdy boys. I'm sorry to hear that. Whatever. In just a few short weeks, summer's over, and then I'm out of here forever. Can't say I'll miss this place, but I'd give anything just to say bye to Steve before I go. I'd stay in Pittsburgh for the rest of my life if it meant that I could undo what you did. I, I just want to make it not weird between us. Tell him how much his friendship meant to me. He's the one guy who was always there for me, who'd laugh at all my terrible jokes and just be there to hang out. I want to tell him he was the one good thing I had, but more than anything else, I just want to say sorry. Sorry I ever made him feel afraid. Sorry he ever felt that he had to act a certain way to make me happy. Do you really mean that? Steve? I was your best friend? <laughs> I mean, uh... Dude, I felt the same way. You're the best friend I've ever had. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry you were ever afraid to... Dude, shut up. It, it doesn't matter. You're my best friend. Dude. Dude. Be like the sturgeon. Why the hell were you in my bushes? Tyler told me to hide there. Steve was my plan B if Poe and I know at 12 didn't work out. Why would you make Steve your plan B? I have a flair for the dramatic. <sighs> I'm guessing you probably expect me to help you save Todd now, huh? You don't have to. This is a gift. No strings attached. You see, you say that? But I know that's not true. Yeah, I really want you to come. Well, fine. But after this, I get one last bully session with you. You've skipped out on them for too long, and it's time to pay your dues. Okay. I'll do it for Captain Bird. Perfect. All right, Steve, let's go. Can we get food along the way? I'm starving. Oh, I actually only need Johnny. Oh, okay. But Steve can still tag along, right? I actually was only able to afford two lavalier mics, so I can only really record two other people than me. Oh, okay. So you use your mic... And we'll use the other two. We're actually picking up another party member. I just haven't gotten her yet because I thought I should make sure I have you before going through with this plan at all. Uh, oh, I'll just share my mic with Steve. I'd rather not risk it. The audio could get really messed up. Why do we need another person? She has some really useful skills. Well, I've got some skills. Like what? 
I know a few card tricks. That could be useful. How could that be useful? Maybe we have to distract somebody. Like that movie on Now You See Me. I love that movie. Me too. I just don't think it's going to work out. Okay, okay, no, no, that's fine. I'll just find something to do and wait for you guys to get done with this. I'm sorry, I, I swear it won't take that long. No, really, it's fine. I, I'll just set it out while you guys become heroes and save Todd. <sighs> what do you want? I want a whole episode of your podcast about me. Fine. I want it to be called Steve Spectacular Special. I'm calling it The Steve Show. I'm not budging on the name. Okay, fine, but we have to go. Way to bark in there. I learned from the best. Let's go. Good luck, guys. Tyler, gonna collect on that promise. Thank you to Steve for being so understanding. You can look out for Steve's Spectacular Special coming at some point in the indiscernible future. Now that we've brought Johnny onto our team, it's time to find our third member of the party. To do so, we'll have to return to Fuchsia Coffee, where I've set up a meeting with her. Tyler, your fridge is empty. What are you doing? I'm doing the monologue. For what? I do this in between every interview. You made us come back to your house so you could record a monologue? This sounds good in here. Why don't you just record all these after the interviews? You know you can record out of order, right? What? Why are you recording all of these anyway? I told you I'm saving the candle shop. How's a podcast going to do that? It will bring tourists to Wapkin who will then buy all our candles and then we profit. That's a really loose business practice. This is a monologue? Mono means one, as in one person talks during it. Jeez, fine. I'll take my sound business advice elsewhere. It's Jess. We're gonna see Jess. I can think of no better person to call me down than Jess. Thank you for coming to meet with us. Well, it's good to see you in a bit more sober state than we last met, Tyler. Have you guys tried the Americano? I'm usually a fan, but only if the beans comes from South America. I'm sorry, who are you? This is Johnny Whitman. He's my bully. Pleasure to meet you. He's your bully? We have a truce right now. He fixed the only friendship I've ever had after breaking it several weeks back. As an agreement, we're working together until our goals met. Well, that's very formal of you. Jess, I've asked you here to enlist you in our party. What does that mean? It means I want your help to find Todd Watterson. I don't know, Tyler. I think we did the best we could the first time around. I was inebriated. I couldn't have done my best because I was mentally impaired. Look, Tyler. I know you've been investigating this for a while, but we've done what we can. The authorities didn't believe us when we said we saw him in the woods, and you can't really blame them because we got lucky. They've combed every acre to no result, and it just so happened that the planets aligned the one night we were out there and he showed up. Lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. What makes us more qualified than the trained police? We've got muscles. Don't objectify me. We've got a world-class detective. And we have a navigator who knows the woods like the back of her hand. Ugh, that's not true. I saw you navigating those woods with no problem. You were the first person to find me in sardines. There are clearly defined paths, and all I had to do was follow the direction you walked away from the campfire. You've also got the ambassador's badge for forestry and navigation. And when you were little, your father took you hiking by the mines every Saturday. How did you know that? Uh, you told me during two truths and a lie. Did I? We need to focus. There's a boy lost in the woods right now, and you are the woman to save him. Tyler, things are busy right now. I have no idea what I'm going to do when I leave town in a few weeks. Well, you leave in town too? Where are you going? The Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. Nice. I'm going to Pittsburgh, attending a school for rowdy boys. Are you sure you're a bully? You're very pleasant. <laughs> Coffee shops tend to soothe me. The ambiance is relaxing. You don't have to go. I do. I've got my ticket and I want to see what's out there. What are you going to do in Chicago? I don't know. Which is why I need some time to figure it out. I can't search for a job and a missing boy in the woods at the same time. Hi, can I get your drink orders? Yeah, uh, where do you get the bean you use in your Americano? From Nicaragua. Oh, so close. 
Well, I'm a bit tired, so I'll take a dark roast French press. Are you kidding? Get medium. I want strong coffee. Yeah, but strong doesn't mean it has more caffeine in it. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. The more you roast the bean, the more caffeine it loses. Medium is the trade-off between having a good amount of caffeine and strength. There's no way that's true. It is. He's the expert. Are you saying that my subscription to Coffee of the Week has been lying to me this entire time? Why do you guys know so much about coffee? Just because I'm a bully doesn't mean I'm not a multi-dimensional being. Your morning coffee will make or break your day. You have to research that stuff. Can I put you down for three French press medium roasts? Yes. <sighs> I guess. Now that I know my life has been a lie. I don't drink coffee. What? what? Can we get back to the matter at hand? I can't do this without you, Jess. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm really sorry. You wouldn't happen to have a plan B, would you? No. I didn't ruin any of Jess's lifelong friendships. Okay, let me try this. You are Jess Friedman. This is correct. The Jess Friedman who could score grade D alcohol for anyone in town. That's true. The Jess Friedman who was able to spray paint Burger Town on the town sign. Some of my best social commentary, I'll admit. The Jess Friedman who started the greatest food fight the Marquette Middle School cafeteria has ever seen. I get the point, Tyler. You're trying to butter me up. Give me the pitch. If you're leaving Whopperton for good, you can't just leave quietly. Jess Friedman needs to leave her final mark on Whopperton before she goes. Well, I'll admit my interest is peaked, but why can't I just go spray paint the town again? Because spray paint can be washed away. Just like how a food fight can be cleaned up and a handle of grade D vodka can be drank and thrown away. But a legend? A legend lives on forever. This town still talks about the Canadian bootleggers as if they were just caught yesterday. How long do you think this town will remember the names of the heroes that solved the only missing person case Whopperton has ever seen? Shit, if you had given me that speech, you would have even needed Steve. All right, Tyler. You make a convincing argument. I'm in, but I'm going to need a free candle from you as payment. Deal. What kind? Surprise me. I just need something for when I get my first apartment. You can expect it once the deed is done. Okay, I've got two medium roasts, French pressed. We'll take them to go. I haven't got my cream and sugar. You use cream and sugar? Oh, because liking bitter liquids makes you better than me. I need to do the closing monologue. Monologue? He does these stupid monologues in between segments of his podcast. Let's go. Oh, hi, Tyler. Ted Montgomery. Hey, Tyler, there's something I wanted to tell you. Your son's in the kitchen. What? Bill's in the kitchen. I think he's cleaning out the French press. Listen, John Marcane was gay. You were right all along. I know that. I think Bill would like to know it, too. I think he would. You have a good day, Tyler. Good luck. What was that about? Just a little family reunion. John Marcane was gay? All the founders were gay. Huh. I thought it was weird that we're always making out with each other in our history books. Come on. Let's give the restaurant a little privacy. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Next week, we find Todd. Next week? Uh, yes. I thought we were doing this tonight. Why wait a week? Uh, we have to train. What are you talking about? I'm ready to go now. We aren't ready. We need a full week to make a plan and train. Are you prolonging this a week so you can record it for your podcast? No. Tyler, Todd is in those woods. Again, thank you for listening. Is he ignoring us? Please give us five stars on iTunes and suggest us to your friends. Yeah, he's totally ignoring us. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm so excited for next week. Um, not, not because of the podcast, I, uh... I have book club. We're, we're reading Eat, Pray, Love. Anyway, Tyler Bopp was played by Declan Brogan. Johnny was played by Liam Mann. And Steve was played by Dylan Ward. 
If you don't know what I'm about to plug, then you haven't been listening to the credits. All three are on the comedy YouTube channel Top Numbers and the podcast about strange internet communities called The Buried Podcast. I'm gonna keep plugging them if you don't check it out. Jess was played by Tegan Early, the incredible musician, actor, and all-around delight which you can find on her Instagram at TeganEarlyOfficial. Bill Montgomery was played by Wilkie Macariola, the talented actor with an Instagram at WMacariola. Ted Montgomery was played by Liam Lochran, who is going to be the next big director. Don't believe me? Check out his work on his YouTube channel, creatively named Liam Lochran. All spelling and links are in the show's notes. My Town is written, produced, and edited by Declan Grogan. Music by Emmett Hoosman. You can find more of Emmett's awesome music at emmetthoosman.com. Rate the podcast, please. Please, 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 please. I'm begging you. Rate the podcast. See you next week, and good night.